it's going. Let's get loud. Let's get a little soft. Let's get a little soft. Ooh, speaking mm. of getting soft, gross. Girl. I, I did have something that, okay, listen, what I meant by that was that I had two pillows delivered and they're on my stoop. That's what I meant by let's get soft. Okay. I okay. didn't mean what it sounds like I meant. What kind of pillows did you get? Luxury gel hotel pillows. <gasps> I, I this is a fraction of the price, my friend. Two this for is 30. Second, this is the second soft gel pillow convo I have had tonight. Somebody was telling me about their Casper pillow. Oh damn. Well those will yeah. those will set you back. They're expensive. Yeah. They're like 70 bucks. Yeah these these are a luxury pillow that I found. I can't even tell you where I bought it um, at 2.15 a.m. one night from my bed on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I can't. Honestly, my, listen, my therapist told me to start setting up little things to look forward to through the week. And I'm really sorry to have to tell you this. It is packages. You do not have to tell me that. I get so many dumb little packages every day Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just like little things that I'll buy for like a dollar 99 on the internet yep I'll be like Sephora sale I'll get a lip liner I don't remember even getting it by the time it shows up yep and it's all things that I bought in the night and Mm -hmm. then I'll get an email later being like your order was delivered and I'm like I (laughs) literally don't know what this is yeah it's fun every time I do know that these are pillows because I've been, I have been waiting for them. Mm -hmm. And that's my treat after we record. Wait, so they're like, they're like bed pillows. They're not couch pillows, right? They're bed pillows. They're, they're queen size, though I have a full. Um, That is luxury. They are pure luxury. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. And I'm a side sleeper. So I need that cool face feel. Yeah, I really do need that. Are you a side sleeper? Um, I, you know, I when I'm alone, I'm a full on tummy sleeper. When I'm wow. alone, I will be like a starfish. But, you know, uh, with with Zach here, I do sleep on my side because I feel it's respectful. That is because otherwise I will just flop out all the way and take and be a hog and I'll take mm-hmm. up all the space. I have to say tummy sleeper is the one style I've never been able to do. And oh, I think I it's it. because I can't breathe. I mean, it's it's tough. I will say it. it's tough, especially like if you don't have a good pillow bolster like under like your boobs to kind of keep like a gap there so that you're not just like laying like yeah. a log. Like you have to really set it up kind of so you're on like a little like like you're mm-hmm. able to sit like a like a special sphinx because otherwise you know it's not very comfortable you have to kind of position yourself in such a way that you can maybe maybe that's why it hasn't happened for me one thing that has that I did as a child and I'm back I'm back on my bullshit mm-hmm. is what I would do is wake up with on my back but starfished on my back and my arms yeah. are fully above my head Oh, and I love my legs that. are fully splayed out, taking up the entire bed. 
That's and fun. sister, I live alone and I can do that <laughs> anytime I want. I have, I'm using it as a neck pillow right now, actually, but I suck at sleeping on my side so much that I had to get this knee pillow mm. for when I sleep on my side because otherwise, like, my let I just like get insane. I mean, even with the leg pillow, I just get these crazy leg cramps all the time, non fucking stop. That's like, without it, yeah, that's like when you're eight months pregnant and you can't put your knees together when you sleep, or else you'll be in like a Charlie horse of the entire body. Yeah, well, I don't know why it, it my body is having it happen, but it, no. it, it does, it does, mine too, mine too. When my sciatica was acting up, this is the part of the podcast that people really love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into it. While we're talking, I'm going to put on my leg leg cramp cream. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is That's the Spirit, where we talk about the bodily ailments of 30-somethings women. Um, This this, uh, segment brought to you by... TheraWorks Relief mm. Muscle Cramp and Spasm Relief Foam. Wow. This section also brought to you by Barleen's Olive Leaf Complex Throat Spray. Ooh, yum. It's incredible. Let now, me tell you, when I started, I started teaching again my spring semester. I'm talking for like three hours straight. Mm-hmm. Just get some of this right in your gullet. Let it flow down Ooh. there. Nice really it helps juices it up oh yeah that'll keep you going strong mm-hmm. oh sure now yeah. the theraworks uh foam which i am putting on right now i'm seeing like her do it i i'm witnessing yeah. it everyone i like to call it my my foot juice or my leg milk good um, it doesn't work it doesn't work i'll wake up seven eight times in the night smush on some leg foam go to sleep immediately have another foot cramp let me say something to you this is a lotiony foam you're applying right now yeah what is what's the intent the intent is to prevent and and stop leg cramps that are happening because it like it's like transdermal i guess so it's supposed to like magnesium and whatever else is in it is supposed to enter the bloodstream through the skin Mm. and stop the leg cramp but Damn it if it doesn't work. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it on a lot. Oh, Lord. Maybe I you. use it so much that it's ineffective. I don't know. I don't I don't know anything about about what you're doing at all, but I will tell you this is the second time I've talked about magnesium today. Oh, that's really? crazy. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just pop some right now, too. Ooh, some magnesium. Wow. Yeah, I'm putting in a couple leg cramps PM. I'm just Wow. You um, put them under your tongue. And, uh, you know, I will say also, um, you know, they don't work. Those don't work either. I do love the, what did you call the, the lotion for your legs? How is it, how does it infiltrate the body? Um, transdermally. All right. So you're taking something transdermally. Isn't and sublingually. sublingually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. I'm trying it all and none of it's working. This is wonderful. And I love it. Um, mm-hmm. I have a leg cramp right now. <laughs> Listener, <laughs> if you're thinking inside your brain, 
she's just got to eat more bananas. Your bananas. Because Robin eats more bananas than I think anyone that I know. On a good day, if I have bananas in this house, on a good day, I'm eating three bananas. I've seen her do it. I will put so many bananas back. Oh my God, I'm going to make a frozen banana treat right after this. Yeah, follow Robin on TikTok oh. to see her in- ingredients and instructions. My one TikTok, which is me making a frozen <laughs> banana treat. I your, do have to Your stand. work on that app is done. That's all you needed to contribute. I am going to have to stand um, oh. on this foot for a moment while this cramp works itself Can out. you try like uh, doing it, like supinating it real good? Or I guess yeah, it's like it's weird because okay, I'll show it to you, Steph. Other people can't see. So this is the normal foot, like it's flat. Uh-huh. And when it gets a cramp, it goes like this. Oh so yeah, it like bends backwards like a spider. Mm. Um. So what I'm doing right now is just pressing it down to try and relax it. Oh. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like I don't know what the deal is. I thought it was because my uh, this has been going on for years. Also. I thought it was because my arches were falling and then it also happens up like the front and sides of my calves. I think I just like, I mean, like I'm not wearing any shoes like ever anymore. So maybe that has to do with it. But if you are a podiatrist, if you are an orthopedist listener, send us your bone tips. I mean, I do. I foam roll my, um, my IT bands. Yeah. And that helps a little bit sometimes, but not all the time. Listeners, send us like, the solution. Wakes me up in the night. Like, yeah, I would Horrible. love the solution. Like, oh my God, on Saturday night, I probably got up five or six times in the night just being like, ow, fuck, ow. <laughs> it's just like, I have to go march around the kitchen Aww. for 10 minutes. <laughs> anyway, enough about my leg cramp. No, never enough. We'll have to do a special, like, Secret episodes for our listeners that just story the many ailments of our bodies. Oh my god, an ongoing series. Uh, we, I meant to tell you that I just talked to one of our friends who was telling me that her baby is being a little spooky uh, and is looking at shadows in the darkness or like looking into the darkness as if there's something there and like making and smiling and making sounds and giggling and she told her mom and her mom was like oh the baby's seeing angels and I was like we actually have a whole episode of the pod about this yep we Um, sure do that's actually one of my top favorite ones yeah it's really scary yeah children are the worst um and they they are they are truth and they are light and for that reason they need to be stopped Mm -hmm. um I don't want to know and the veil is too thin. The veil is too the veil thin. Is too thin. the baby and, you know, the other Oh, side. my God. Yeah, we can't. We, we, we just can't have that. I mean, the yeah. I was one of those babies, though. Yeah, you're a spooky baby. I was one I of those babies. I don't think I was ever a spooky baby. I don't think I did anything that spooky. Yeah, I mean, I, I hesitate to say that I was one of them. And hope, thankfully, I did grow out of it. <laughs> uh, the spookiest thing I did was uh i mean i had an i'm zach morris was my invisible friend but that's mm-hmm. more just like fucking loser it's not like like wow you're scary it's like you dork like that's a really cool invisible friend to have though i guess but it was like i was like six and i was like my invisible friend is my boyfriend teen adult zach morris 
like I well I mm-hmm. had a lot of adult boyfriends I also carried around that Harrison Ford postcard that I yeah. wrote love Harry on the back of and I used to smooch it I do love that for you I'll say as an adult he is still the hottest oh yeah smoking like 80s Harrison Ford like I think I made the right choice you definitely knew what you wanted as a as a baby and you were right you had good taste as a child and you have good taste now. I'll tell you what. Thank you. Thank and, you. And um, me, you know, a, a different kind of upbringing, a lot of uh, cartoons. And by cartoons, I, I just say, mean animation the from the 50s and 40s. A lot of puppets. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of like, um, you are pure. You are sugar and spice. And <laughs> Jesus loves you. Um, sugar and spice yep a lot of uh you know tv not allowed unless it's reading rainbow and sesame street yeah also shiny shining time station or how i like to say it shiny time station yeah um all all really good shows though really good ones and then my favorite movies were of course the town's amateur theater productions taped (laughs) children's theater of Goldilocks and Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> the movies that you've like rattled off the names of before. Yeah. That if if the internet didn't tell me they existed, I would swear that, that I'm making they were up. just yeah. like they were like off the cuff like the 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 princess and like and the and the uh, and, and like the secret like, I, I can't even make one up. I can't even make one up. I'm yeah, sorry. They're too outrageous to even create. <laughs> I will say that if anybody is listening in Hopkinton, Massachusetts, and you can go to the local library and find that Rumpelstiltskin, I swear to God, that is the scariest movie you will ever see in your life. It was a Hopkinton, like, town production. It was absolutely an amateur theater company making a tape of Rumpelstiltskin. And there was also one for Rip Van Winkle that was equally as terrifying. Mm. But they, like when you choose the fringe stories to begin with, when yeah. you're like, it's going to be old creeps with our names. Like you can't decide to do a Rumpelstiltskin, Rip Van Winkle, join. They're going to be scary. They're going to be scary. Rumpelstiltskin's mm. already one of the scariest uh, foes alive. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get- even as a non-supernatural being, the idea of like a little goblin-esque yes. man who kidnaps you and makes you spin. Horrible. That's that's the tale of Rumpelstiltskin, right? He kidnaps yes. her and makes her spin until she spins gold. You know, I wonder if he... I don't know if that actually is it. I think he's doing it in exchange for a baby. I could be wrong. Like a labyrinth. I know that he's a horrible goblin. Yeah. Let's just read it right now. Hang on. Let me pull this out. Okay. All right. All right. A miller lies to the king. Oh, bad start. Oh, boy. Telling him that his daughter can spin straw into gold. Oh, no. That is his fault. That's way fucked. Um, Wow. The king calls for the girl, shuts her in a tower room filled with straw and a spinning wheel. Okay, I'm. it's all coming back to me now. 
and demands she spin the straw into gold by morning or he will cut off her head. Oh, right. Okay. When she has given up all hope, an imp-like creature appears in the room <laughs> and spins the straw into gold in return for her necklace since he only comes to people seeking a deal slash trade. When next morning the king takes the girl to a larger room filled with straw to repeat the feat, the imp once again, ha ha! No. It's like Mario. <laughs> yep. I don't know what Mario sounds like, but is it is it close to that? It's a little bit close to that. Like, all right, all right. I'll try to kind of change it a little bit for copyright reasons. Oh, In yeah. return for the girl's ring, who's taking all her jewels. On the third day, when the girl has been taken to an even larger room filled with straw and told by the king that he will marry her if she can fill this room with gold oh, God. or execute her if she cannot, it's uh, oh. truly two bad options. The right. girl has nothing left with which she can pay the strange creature. He extracts from her a promise. That he will give her, give him her firstborn child. Yep, baby. So he spins his straw into gold a final time. So he married, the king marries the miller's daughter. The mm. baby is born. Rumpelstiltskin returns. Ha <laughs> ha! Is that oh, there it is. Okay. That's, yeah, that's good. To claim his payment. No! Give me what you promised! Oh my god. Stop! This is the content they want. She offers him all the wealth she has to keep the child, but the imp has no interest in her riches. Well, before he did. He finally consents to give up his claim to the child if she can guess his name within three days. Her many guesses fail, but before the final night, she's wa she wanders into the woods, searching for him, and comes across him his remote mountain cottage and watches unseen as he hops about his fire and sings uh, in the lyrics, Tonight, tonight, my plans I make. I can't do it. I can't do it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, the baby I take. The queen will never win the game for Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Why would you even risk it? You Why can't. would you even risk it? He's, you know what he's doing? He's celebrating too soon. Okay. He wants to get caught. He's like, celebrating too celebrity. soon is a classic way to, to jinx yourself. So yeah. guess what? You can pretty much like tell the rest of this is that she's like, it's Rumpelstiltskin. Um, and he ran away angrily and never came back. Wow. So this is really scary. And it does get, it does, honestly, it's a good lesson in that if your dad lies about a skill that you have, come clean about it right away. You have to. Otherwise, it's going to become a series of escalating lies. Yeah. And if he's a powerful man and he won't, he won't, like, say he was lying, pretend yeah. like you don't know him. Yeah. That's not my dad. Yeah, no, that's not my dad. That's not I. That's not my spindle. I don't know how to do that. No, I can spin you regular straw. It also kind of makes sense to me that if you're presented with a magical goblin, mm -hmm. just be like, "I'll actually give you. I have more at home. Mm -hmm. If you can vanish me out of here, I'll that's give you true. everything I own." Well, that makes sense. It also sounds a little bit like she was allowed to walk around and stuff. I mean, she was walking around through the woods, so it's like you couldn't run home and grab something. Yeah, I don't I don't really know. I guess I don't know. I'm, I mean, I don't know. Once you've kind of handed over and was this into like a soul pact with an imp, it's really yeah. hard to get out of. 
Was this before or after he drove all of the snakes out of Ireland? (laughs) I will leave this call. You mustn't. If we had a Pied Piper St. Patrick Rumpelstiltskin... They are one. They're all one. No, you can't convince me there's any way to mistaken Rumpelstilts for either of those two guys. I would say the only way that I... I bet I can find evidence online that Rumpelstiltskin was actually tall. And then that would be enough evidence for me to say maybe he is the same guy. He's this mythical little impish no. so-and-so, he's, and he's doing Even in the amateur production, they cast a very short man, let me tell you what. I can see you, I can see how Rip Van Winkle might be. Yeah, yeah. I think they could all be the same, one and the same man. Oh, Lord, it's like, um, they, 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 they couldn't be more different to me. And I do think it's because I was terrorized by all of them as a child. So they each operate in a different sphere of fear within me. Why why was Rip Van Winkle scary? Because he just left for so long. Yeah, I don't like him going to I don't like uh I don't like bowling the sounds of it in the sky. I don't like that. I guess that's true, yeah. I don't like his name. I don't like that his name is Mr. Winkle. Well, he's, I presume, a Dutch man, no? It could be. Maybe they're all grim fairy tales. They might be grim fairy tales. Right. Well, this was not what I prepared, but here we go. Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> oh, my God. This is by Washington Irving. Oh, wow. Isn't that correct? Right. I would have never guessed. I would have never known, but you know, he's the master of a, a, a great spooky. There is a terrifying looking statue of Rip, Rip Van Winkle in Irvington, very close to our favorite cemetery. Oh, I really, I mean, I thought, I assumed that it was like a, a Dutch. Yes, he is Dutch. Oh, Rip he is Van, Dutch. Rip Van, Dutch villager. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dutch okay. American. Um who meets a different mysterious Dutchman, drinks their booze, okay? Falls asleep in the Catskills. Yeah. Wakes 20 years later to a changed world. Who amongst us has not? Having fully missed the American Revolution, let me tell you what. Find me that Dutchman. I want to drink his booze. anything to be like, let me sleep for five to ten. If you could have got me a crisp 15 months ago... I would have oh, laughed. If you could have gotten me in January 2015, mm. up until yeah. this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to say, let me scroll through because there is something to do with bowling. Let's see. Doesn't he have to do like a contest against someone to be free or something? Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I know the bowling alley near our hometown is named after him. Okay, let me just say this to you. Okay, on one autumn day, Van Winkle wanders into the mountains with his dog, Wolf, to escape his wife's nagging. Come on. Come on. He hears his name called out and sees a man wearing antiquated Dutch clothing. That's a ghost. He is carrying a keg up the mountain and requires help. Sure. Together, the men and Wolf proceed to follow... to, To... 
proceed to a hollow in which Rip discovers the source of thunderous noises, a group of ornately dressed, silent, bearded men who are playing nine pins. Huh. He doesn't ask who they are or how they know his name. Instead, he begins to drink some of their liquor and falls asleep. Those would be some of my first questions. I have to be honest with you. I would be asking that straight away. I can't believe this is a tale. Silent is the scariest part of that. If they were like dwarven, like ho 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 ho, yeah, like we're bowling, that would be way less scary than being like shut the fuck up. And they're dressed ornately, like gorgeous, beautiful clothing, completely silent, with long beards, playing like candle pin bowling. Scary. Yeah. That being said, I do want to recreate this in some kind of immersive theater project. That would be really fun to do like a sleep no more, but yeah. like just different like spooky urban legends and yeah. tales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're onto something. <laughs> One thing about sleep no more is that you do have to wear a mask the whole time. So think about that. I mean, I I thought about that early on. I was like, honestly, transmission there is probably, like, not nearly as bad as it could have been. True. I mean, for sure. We were there there the week of lockdown. Yeah, we were, 100%. But not doing sleep no more. We weren't. Peoples, we saw Woman in Black, and it was so good. And we talked about it last podcast. Boy, was it good. I know. I mean, just so I'm going to talk about it forever because it was the last culture I did yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. And maybe the last one ever. Perhaps the last thing we'll ever see. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. I got to say, we're already talking about small men, small of stature, and also small of spirit. Because if you leave the house because your wife is legitimately mad at you for something yeah. that you did quote nagging you like you're small first of all if you're leaving her let her let the dog stay with her yeah at home don't take the dog too yeah that's selfish did the dog i hope not also sleep for that long i hope the dog ran home i don't know that wasn't in the blurb but no we'll have to do some research listeners if you want more about rip van let us know um, or maybe yeah. I can find it later for y'all. But I wanted to start with my my thing because it's so it's like adjacent to what we were just talking about, kind of. Yes, please. So, and I honestly can't remember if we already did this. Yeah, but honest, but actually, I don't think I've ever seen one of these graphics, and I would never forget it if I'd seen it before. I wonder if we are doing the same thing, but let's see. Do you want to say it at the same time? Sure, let's try. Three, two, one. Hopkinsville goblins. Oh, no, but close. Very close. What did you say? Frogmen. Oh, no, no. No, but it's like really (laughs) close. (laughs) Very close. (laughs) Yeah, and once I send you this graphic, it's going to be crazy. Um... So I'm doing the Hopkinsville Goblin, Hopkinsville Goblin case, or the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. Ooh, okay. So 
All right. Let me let me paint a picture for you here, okay? Paint it up. The year 1955. Mm. The place Kelly or Hopkinsville, depending on who you ask. Kentucky. A Christian county. Sure. Or I'm sorry, it's just probably called Christian County. It doesn't have to do with any kind of religion. Well, it could be both. It could, it likely is both. Yeah. Okay. Regarded as one of the most significant and well-documented cases in the history of UFO incidents. Ooh! While skeptics say the reports were due to, quote, the effects of excitement. Which I also, like, I hate it when people are like, you got too excited. Like, I didn't see a UFO because I got excited. Probably yeah. the other way around. Like, I feel excited at my birthday. Right now, I'm terrified and scared. <laughs> um, and misidentification <laughs> of natural phenomena, like meteor showers. And something else I'm going to save for the end, because it's too insane to say out loud. Psychologists okay. have used the alleged incident as an academic example of pseudoscience and to help students distinguish truth from fiction. But have they succeeded? We'll see. On the evening of August 21st, 1955, five adults and seven children arrived at the Hopkinsville police station claiming that small alien creatures <gasps> from a no. spaceship were attacking their farmhouse and no. they had been holding them off with gunfire, quote, for nearly four hours. Oh my that's, God. That's how you know they're in Kentucky because they had four hours of ammunition inside oh their house. God. Oh my God. Two of the adults, Elmer Sutton and Billy Ray Taylor, Wowza. claimed they had been shooting at, quote, 12 to 15 short, dark figures who repeatedly popped up at the doorway or peered into the windows. Oh, my God. Wait, they were just popping up? Yeah, like, <laughs> Concerned about a possible gun battle between local citizens. Again. Yeah. 50s Kentucky. Nothing against Kentucky. Just have to say that out loud. Sure. Lovely sure. place. Love Louisville. Never, I've never been. Four city police. Five state troopers. Three deputy sheriffs. And wow. Four military police from the nearby wow. U.S. Army Fort Campbell drove to the Sutton farmhouse located near the center, near the town of Kelly in Christian County. Their search mm -hmm. yielded nothing apart from evidence of gunfire and holes in windows and door screens made by firearms shot by the family. Well, okay, sure. Residents of the farmhouse included Glennie Lankford, her children, Lonnie, Charlton and Mary. Glenny and Lonnie and Charlton? Lonnie, Charlton, and Mary. Oh, I see. Okay. Two sons from a previous mar marriage. Elmer, Lucky, Sutton. Johnny, Charlie, JC, Sutton. And their respective wives, Vera and Aileen. Aileen's brother, O.P. Baker. And Billy Ray Taylor. And his wife, June. Wow. Both the Taylors, Lucky, and Vera Sutton were reportedly, uh, okay, itinerant carnival workers that were visiting the farmhouse. Okay, so we got three carnies 
in oh, the house for, for the night, for just this night, okay? The next day, neighbors told two officers that the families had, quote, packed up and left. After claiming, quote, the creatures had returned at 3.30 in the morning. Um, yes. what? Yes. Five adults and seven children abandoned their home in the middle of the night after going to the police about this and having all of the cops within like driving distance arrive. The family's claims received widespread coverage in local and national press. Early articles did not refer to quote little green men, but the color was later added to some newspaper stories. This is the first instance of little green mm. men being used. Oh, okay. Cool. Estimates of the size of the creatures varied from two feet to four feet tall. And details such as large pointed ears, claw-like hands, eyes that glowed yellow, and spindly legs later appeared in various media. Psychologist Rodney Schmaltz and Scott Lillenfield. I'm so sorry. Lillianfeld. Oh, you're excused. Thank you. Thank you. Cite the alleged incident as an example of pseudoscience or extraordinary claims. Um, They're just I, haters. They're I got to think, like, you don't just leave your house no. at 3.30 forever because uh, nothing happened to you. And you would think after four hours of a standoff, you would be able to know if it was like, oops, this was just other people. Yeah, yeah. I am going to, at this stage, before I get into um, the final the final like idea that they had about what this could be. I am going to go ahead and send you and listeners. You can follow along. You'll be able to see this. I'm sure we'll post it on the old Instagram, but this is a, a rendering that let me first pull up who actually drew this. I I'm pretty sure it was one of the people there. Okay want to get this right okay this is as described by billy ray taylor drawn by andrew bud led with which is i can only assume is um like the person at the station that day (laughs) what a fun job being like like what all right i'll do my best this is this is a direct description I did text it to you. Hasn't come for a moment. Give that a moment to arrive. Oh no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Chin almost a point. Chin almost a point is one of the scariest parts. Upper lip tucked under lower lip. Yeah. Foot circular like a suction cup. Oh my god, those suction cups. Arms almost touching the ground. Slim and stick like powerful. What? What? Yeah. Wait, nose? A cone-like nose tapering to a point with a ball on the end of it? That doesn't seem like a nose at all. That makes me want to throw up. Yeah. This is a good drawing, but it's of a bad, scary thing. It is a really good drawing, I will say. 
Oh my God. Yeah. I love it to be honest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite drawings of all time. Uh, So now I want to tell you something a little bit crazy and wacky. Please. All right. You know what people think this might have been? What? Owls. Okay. Like you're shooting at them for hours? Owls. In fact, great horned owls. Can they be that tall? Great horned owls can be pretty tall. I don't really know if like 15 of them would ever just be a be attacking one place for no reason or not be scared off by guns. Do you know I what would I mean? That a bird would be incredibly spooked by a gun, let yeah. alone four hours of a gun. I think that, um, you know, there's this one skeptic who, Joe Nickel, who says that the family misidentified eagle owls or great horned owls, which are nocturnal, fly silently, have yellow eyes, aggressively defend their nests. I, I, again, I don't think that that's possible for four hours to, A, not hit a single owl. You know, mm-hmm. like, you don't you I, don't hit one. The ball on the end of the nose makes even less sense if you think of it as no. a beak instead. Also, suction feet is the opposite of talons. Yeah, it would have just other talons. Yeah, yeah. They also um, said it could be meteor sightings that occurred around the time, but okay. This per- just because they also claim to see a bright light streak across the sky and disappear, that doesn't mean anything when like added up to the other stuff, which yeah. is fifteen tiny goblins attacking you. Um, I just yeah. yeah. It feels like such a leap to go from there are these aliens that we've been shooting at for four hours to being like oh you know i guess actually now that i'm thinking about it just a meteor went past so i guess none of it did happen there is a local uh, author brian dunning who was like there are simply too many similarities between the creatures and an aggressive pair of the local horned owls two owls can't be 15 aliens no, no, you I can. have to disagree with him that there are simply too many similarities. There's also a French ufologist or UFOologist, Reynaud Lissip, also argued that it's owls. I gotta say, guys, it's I don't think it's owls. I've seen um that uh what is it? Is it the Mila Jovovich movie where there's like nonstop owl talk about aliens? I don't know if I've seen that one, but I mean, it, the fourth it, kind. it has to be, it has to have a lot to do with this case. This was like one of the yeah, sure. cases. And also this is assuming that that family has never seen an owl and they're, yeah, carnies. they're owls these are carnies. Okay. They're people of the night. They've seen a fucking great horned owl before they know the difference. Yeah. I was also going to say, if you're a carny, you have probably played a lot of carnival games including shooting games and they are probably pretty good shots so yeah like it's got to be something pretty elusive to avoid having gotten shot for that many hours so there's this other ufologist jerome clark who said that the creatures floated through the trees 
and that when bullets struck them, so apparently they hit some. Oh, okay. It resembled bullets striking a metal bucket in terms of sound, Ooh. which owls are made of soft, not metal. Meat. An odd luminous patch along a fence where one of the beings had been shot, um, a green light, whose source could not be de- de- determined, kind of came down and allegedly, you know, scooped up the creature. Okay, sure. Um, however, they also think that it could, that could describe foxfire, bioluminescent, fungus, or decaying wood. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Foxfire is a bioluminescent fungus on decaying wood. No, you guys, no, no. You listen to me. When you have 12 people living in one house and three of them are carnies and it's Kentucky, those people are the experts on owls and bioluminescent fungus. If they <laughs> yeah. say it's not one of those two things, they're right. Right. They've probably seen those things like every night forever. Yes. Yes, and they wrote the book on owls like, and bioluminescent oh, fungus. Yeah. 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 Mm-mm. I don't buy it. No. 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 And why would this be a hoax? Because there's no benefit. You just no. left your home now. Yeah, you left your home in fear and reported it to the police. Yeah, you're you're homeless now. My favorite thing about this, by far is the drawing, but I also love that it's referred to as the goblins, the Hopkinsville goblins, because goblins, we had a whole episode about how goblins are sort of like a, a, a nothing term that means yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. And we, I couldn't even find like the, the, the origin of it and describing small aliens as goblins is very funny to me. Was the word alien um, like a popular term back then? Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. When was um, when was Betty and what's his face's encounter? Oh sure, Betty and Barney Barry. Barney. I believe it was Barney. Let's see. I don't know. I'm gonna try to look this up. Yeah, give it a goog. Let me, let me do this a quick all goog. My goog's being real slow. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, Betty and Barney Hill, who I did also talk about last time. This was in 61. Okay. So this predates that by six years. It okay. also reminds me yeah. a lot of the leprechaun in the tree because that also people thought was just some kind of a owl. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes more sense to me. Yes. Because he was high up in a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love this story so much. Um, it also reminds me of the... How do, I, I forget what it's exactly called, but that, um, that time where there was just like a bobcat that was mm-hmm. like terrorizing a town, but they, they made it like oh, the a be- huge... The Beast of Javudan? The Beast of... I think it was called like... Brattleboro or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. No, yeah. But I covered it, and it was like, yeah, and it was just, just like nothing. Like like a regular ass wildcat. The the beast of Bladenboro, yeah, and it was like, oh, sad. Yeah, 
I guess I'm glad this didn't get blown out of proportion to that degree. But um, I mean, to me, it is very frustrating that they were like, it's owls. Like, imagine you're attacked by 15 aliens that look like the thing that Billy Ray describes and gets drawn. And they're like, have you seen an owl? Do you think that could be an owl? At the very least, I would want them to respect me enough to ask if it was a bat and not an owl. At the very least. At the very least. (sighs) Anyway, that's my that's my guy. That's my uh problems. Our guys are like cousins. Wow. Yeah. Because as I mentioned, I'm gonna be telling you about the Loveland Frogman today. Do I'm going to text you a picture of him. Or should I say like one of them? Wow. <laughs> Which I think you'll like. Um, he's an adorable but lovable reaching <gasps> out. They're like out. twins. They are like twins. <laughs> um, they would be friends. <laughs> all of our friends like in or near Ohio. Uh, let us know if you've heard this legend before. This um, also reminds me so much of the Kappa. Yeah. It is like a kappa, um, except it's like it's it's way more elusive in a way, way wow. more mysterious. And it doesn't want your ass jewels. It does not want the jewel. It doesn't right. have a, a a a dish on its head or anything. That's good. Um, it, this is a classic cryptid for you. It is a humanoid frog said to also be a shorty not as short as the goblin but around four feet tall wow and he was first spotted in loveland ohio in 1955 so not long before those guys that's the same year as this goblin arrived could it have been oh, the same arrived? it could have been yeah 55 these are was- brothers these are probably the same thing just spread <laughs> out over a few different states wow um, it was 3.30 a.m. on a balmy I just night. said, I just said that the, the creatures came back at 3.30 yeah. a.m. 3.30 a.m. on a balmy May night, just a hint of a breeze. Traveling salesman Robert Honeycutt was driving along an unnamed dirt road in the dark. He takes a turn past some of Loveland's bridges traversing the Little Miami River, slows to drive over a bump, but something catches his eye out the window, something under a poorly lit bridge. Not something, but three things. Three humanoid figures standing on their hind legs, three to four feet tall each with leathery skin. Wow. They don't seem to notice him. And uh, curious about what he's looking at, he gets out of his car to take a closer look. He said, quote, their heads were ugly, reminding him of a frog's face because of the mouths which spanned in a thin line across the smooth gray faces. He said their noses were indistinct and the heads had a painted on like hair effect, like a plastic doll. No. I know it's so disturbing. He added it was corrugated or like rolls of fat running horizontally over a bald head. No, I hate it. The three figures seemed to be talking for a while until one of them reached his froggy arm over his squat little head, holding up a magic wand in his webbed head. 
A spray of sparks fired out of the wand, which the creature then lowered. The man said that he wanted to get closer, but by the time he had reached the front fender of his car, the creatures had noticed him, and he said they made a slight unnatural move toward him as if to motion not to come any closer. Um, He stood still for like three minutes just staring at them. The next thing he remembers, he's he's driving on the way to the police station with the peculiar smell of alfalfa and almonds lingering in the air. What? What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Three frog wizards. Three frog wizards. Come to Give visit him. a man in the night. Yep. Give him a memory blackout. Do this. With their wand. Sparkity spark. I do like that style of casting a spell to go all the way over the back of your head like this. Yep. Like, you're, like you're a swan almost. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I've never seen that. I've never seen that cool. method. That's very cool. Um, um, what? <laughs> hence the legend of the Loveland Frogmen was born. And this was not nearly the last encounter with them. Oh, my God. So uh, this description of the sighting shares some similarity with another sighting described by investigator Ted Blocher around the same time. He had been crossing a bridge in the Loveland area. He very briefly sighted four small figures on the riverbank beneath, described as being more or less human-looking little men about three feet high. The area, he said, was permeated by a terrible smell. Mm. He reported the incident to local police, but his story was not taken seriously and no follow-up was made. Yet a third case happened around the same time period, Emily Magnon and her husband were awoken by their dog barking, at which time they noted an extremely strong and penetrating odor like a swamp. They didn't witness anything else that night, but were later told by a next-door neighbor that they had seen a, quote, little man of very strange appearance, about three feet tall, and entirely covered with what looked like twigs or foliage, standing motionless about 15 feet from her porch. A neighbor switched her porch light on and off several times, which caused the being to disappear and reappear each time the light was flicked. Ooh. Gaily. I like that. It does seem like they're just fun little druidy, magical frogmen. Yeah, they're magical they frogmen. I don't want to hurt anyone. No, they're just, they're, they sound a little scary in, in detail, close up, like physically, yeah. they sound a little creepy. Yeah, they like, but, like a E.T., but. Yeah, a like a melty, like blobby guy. Um, So they laid low for a while. Um, They maybe were just hibernating like frog sickles, I don't know. But they weren't spotted again until 17 years later in 1972. Um, And around 1 a.m. on March 3rd, police officer Ray Shockey was driving along Riverside Road towards Loveland near the Totes Boot Factory and the Little Miami River when something caught his eye. He had been driving slowly because there was ice on the roads and he was being extra, extra vigilant. Good. And an animal suddenly ran across the road in front of his car. He slammed on the brakes and saw the creature's eyes flash in the reflection of the headlights. When the car came to a stop, Shockey saw a four-foot-tall, leathery, frog-like creature crouched on the ground before his car, staring right at him. 
Um, he stated, quote, it's crouched like a frog. The creature then stood up on two legs. The police officer and the frogman had a stare down, staring intently at each other before the creature took off with the start, scrambling over the nearby guardrail, scurrying down the embankment and disappearing down into the river. This is Gollum. It is like a little froggy Gollum. But it's like not yelling or saying anything. Wow. Um, I do I, love it. And it it is a distant cousin of these other goblins. They had to know each other. I mean, they can't exist in the same year. Love 3.30 in the morning, which is mm-hmm. also crazy. Have kind yeah. of a similar stature because these goblins were two and a half to three and a half feet tall. And I mean, listen, is Ohio to Kentucky that yeah, far? Yeah. Tell me how far it is because I don't know. I mean, I know where Ohio is. I would guess it's listen a fifteen-hour drive. They're okay. Okay, I think they touch. I could be wrong. I say that now. I'm not good at maps. Let me see. I have no idea. I'm sorry. I know where. Ohio is more than I know where Kentucky is. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm right. They touch? Yeah. They're unbelievably near. (laughs) What was the name of the town in Kentucky that your thing happened in? Hopkinsville or Kelly. Do you want to Google map that to Loveland? Okay. One moment, please. Loveland, Ohio. We're doing the research now. Mm-hmm. Now we're the cryptozoologists. Now, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Loveland, Ohio. Let me get this pulled up on the old Goog. Why aren't you just showing me this map? Okay. Listen, if you had asked me, gun to my head, does Ohio touch Kentucky? I probably would have said no up until this one night. <laughs> and it does touch these two wow. are fully next to each other. Wow, I didn't know. I'm sorry. We're idiots. Um, okay, Hopkinsville, Kentucky. There we go. It's doing, it's doing, it's doing it. Okay, all right. They're not that close. How close? They're like a four-hour drive, five-hour drive. That's not that bad, dude. It's not that bad for if, if one of the creatures has a spaceship. Or if one just meet like in the accidentally middle. got in a truck. Yeah, meet in the middle, it's could, like two and a half hours. There could be something in the middle that we don't know about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, also, did it ever occur to anyone that what happened in Hopkinsville earlier in the night it could have been different guys that came at 3.30, and it could have been those frog guys. That's true. It could have been. Mm-hmm. They're tall, you know? It could have been. It could have been those frog um, guys. The, so the police officer, what saw this frogman, mm-hmm. he drove right to the police station. He grabbed fellow officer Mark Matthews and brought him back to the scene with him to look for evidence of the monster. But the only thing they found were deep scratch marks on the side of the metal guardrail in the metal. So smash cut to two weeks later, Officer Matthews 
was driving into Loveland around the same boot factory near the Little Miami River when he noticed something laying in the middle of Kemper Road and assumed it was roadkill or an injured animal. Matthews exited his cruiser intending to remove the animal from the icy road, but when his car door squeaked, it abruptly lurched up into a crouched, froggy position. It began to dash to the guardrail and scrabble underneath, maintaining eye contact with Matthews the whole time. No. He he took out his revolver Mm -mm. and took a shot at it, Mm -mm. hit it, but it kept going and disappeared. I will I, say I like to imagine that the creatures are made out of like a gelatin, so the bullets just go right through. Just go right through, or just like stay engulfed in it. Yeah, it's just like oh. mm. um years and years later, Officer Matthews, being a coward, backtracked on his story, claiming that he thought in hindsight it was just a big iguana. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, fucking right. Next you're gonna tell me it's an owl. Definitely not a big iguana. You stupid, and stupid guess what? As recently as 2016, there was a new sighting. Holy shit. In mid-August, local man Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend were playing Pokemon Go yeah. on Loveland's Madeira Road, which, as you know, has you like look at stuff through your phone and follow it. Mm-hmm. While crossing the train tracks over Lake Isabella, they suddenly spotted a huge frog staring right at them. Oh, my God. Jacob started recording video. In it, you can see the creature's eyes glowing, like lit from within, rising out of the water. The frog creature stands on two hind legs, staring directly at Jacob before turning and disappearing. He said, quote, we saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game, Pokemon Go. This was an actual giant frog. I took a couple pictures in a video because I'd never seen one that big. Then it stood up and walked on its hind legs. I swear on my grandmother's grave that this is the truth. I'm not sure whether it was a frog man or just a giant frog, but either way, I've never seen anything like it. I love that. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I love like, like the idea of you're playing a game where you, you expect to see weird creatures on your phone and then you're mm-hmm. like, but then you see the real one. Oh, it's so scary. I love that. I really love oh that. Wow. Um, I love these well, creatures. Uh, either way, the Frogmen are stars in 2014. The musical Hot Damn, It's the Loveland Frog debuted at the Cincinnati oh. Fringe Festival to rave reviews. Don't even tell me this. I I know, dude. I, w- I would do anything for us to have been able to see it. Let's just put um, on a revival of it. I would love to. The guys apparently are on Reddit because I was trolling around Reddit to find comments about it, about the Frogman, and one of them responded on a thread being like, I wrote that musical. Oh, wow. I love that. And here are a couple other choice quotes from Reddit about the Frogman. Quote, a few of my buddies claim to have seen it. Location and description are all correct, and I believe they were unfamiliar with the legend at the time of the sighting. Someone else said, as an Ohio resident, I can confirm the Loveland Frog's existence because I witnessed it stealing the hubcaps off of my car. Hey, that was and not then, a frogman. It has no, no meaning that was No, he doesn't need it. And then this one is my favorite. Somebody said, yo, I'm from Loveland. And yes, this frog is a local treasure. He isn't dead and he just vibes on the street. <laughs> uh, I, where, I, I just wish they would show us the, their magic wands again. 
I know that there one are... that is the King Wizard of Frog people. Wait, there's one really fun depiction of the Wizard Frog, which I'm going to text to you. I'm actually just going to hold it up so you can see ah! it. <laughs> I want a tattoo of this. <laughs> so beautiful oh i love him i really really love him there is a lot of art of this frog man oh let me show you really quickly the this is a still from the video of that the teen saw that's very scary yeah it is very scary it's glowing its eyes are glowing i love that if you had to write a musical about one cryptid who would you pick? Ooh. I mean, Mothman the musical has to exist, right? Mm-hmm. It has to. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. There are so many to there choose are. from. I'm just going to Google real quick Mothman the musical. It can't not exist. I mean, if, if Loveland Frogman musical exists. Yeah. Of course it does. It does. There's a Mothman musical. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. I mean, does would Picoy count as a cryptid? Ooh, I mean, El Calayuche would be kind of a fun opera. El right? Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Yeah. I mean, maybe like maybe the Jersey Devil. It uh, could be a fun I one. I always kind of am like, what is even the Jersey Devil? It's like a little skinny, like pterodactyl guy. I, I know, mean, honestly, like, what's your deal? Like, I I love the idea of a Frogman musical. Like, I want to see this musical. Absolutely, absolutely. But we should capitalize on what is clearly a niche and lucrative market. It sold out every performance. Yeah. The musical. So I think that yeah. writing local, like folkloric musicals about cryptids is not an untapped market but certainly a market ripe ripe for the are there are there new york cryptids besides like um non-cryptid like pizza rat like are there any like subway creatures like i I guess mole people maybe count but not really they're people those are real people yeah those are people they're not they're not cryptids. <laughs> They're not cryptids. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. I mean, certainly in like New York State. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if the Jersey Devil, like, isn't that tri state? That yeah, boy exists. That's a tri state boy. Yeah. Oh, man. Or it know. may not be tri state. It may just be it, he, that boy may live inside of a section of forest that is a triangle he might live okay i need to he lives in the pine barrens okay jersey devil triangle is what i am gonna look up right now (laughs) yeah he lives in the pine barrens okay there is a part of the pine barrens called the devil's triangle that's what is there scary I guess, like, at some point we must have talked about the Jersey Devil, but I'm reading the Wikipedia and it's spooky. I didn't know that the Jersey Devil was supposedly the 13th child, a cursed child of a woman. And, I didn't know and that, that it was also something Devil's Triangle about 
Brett Kavanaugh. So redacted. I didn't mean that, whatever that is. <laughs> I, don't, Wait, I don't know. The Jersey Devil in 1735 was born a normal child and then changed to a creature with hooves, a goat head, bat wings, and a forked tail. I think I did the Jersey Devil on our own I, show and yeah. forgot about it. No, I think you did too, and it's just been a long time since we yeah. heard it. I also it it is the the one cryptid that like it's in one ear and out the other for me because mm-hmm. the name doesn't match the guy. Yeah, it it doesn't look like a devil to me. It looks like a Jersey, um, uh, like uh, like a baddie boy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, under like see also there is a link to a thing called a snallygaster. Oh sure, yeah. Do you know about the snallygaster? I have heard tell. Can well, you describe this boy to me? Apparently, he's half bird, half reptile. Yeah, it I've kind seen of this looks on a like list. A, it it looks a little bit just like one of the um, like a fantastical dragon. Bob One of the dragons are a Quetzalcoatl. Oh, wait. Okay. It. Okay. Now I'm on a Wikipedia page just called Fearsome Critters. Here we go. In North American folklore, fearsome critters were tall tail animals said to inhabit the wilderness in or around logging camps in the Great Lakes region. The Hugag, a typical fearsome creature or fearsome critter. Hold on, I'm gonna have to just. I'm gonna stop you right there, Robin. I think we found our musical. Oh my god, I think so. And honestly, critters. Also, are you trying to say Quahog? No, Hugag, H U G A G. What? There's two places that are kind of. How can. How? I don't know, but apparently, fearsome critters are usually seen around logging camps, which, I mean, yeah, I can see it being, like, a good setting for a musical. I just oh, my God, there are believe so it. many fearsome critters listed here. I'm just going to read some of the names because we don't even have time to go into these. Snow Snake. Poop Snake, which I know you know about. I'm seeing this, yeah. Yep. Fur-bearing Trout. Goofus bird. Oh, these are all of our top guys. Jackalope. Top guys. Tea kettler. This is like if the Avengers was for cryptids, where all the all the good all the cool cryptids come together and make one team, and they're called the fearsome critters. Hodag. There's a call. So so they're called the goofus bird. Gumbaroo. It's a backwards flying bird that builds its nets upside down. Agropelter, a beast which amuses itself by hurling twigs and tree branches at passersby. This is the musical. This is the musical. A fur-bearing trout, a species of trout which grows a thick coat of fur to warm its cold climate. Stephanie, the gilly-galoo bird lays square eggs so they do not roll. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sidehill gouger, a beast... Legged for hillsides, having legs on one side taller than the other, so it's always walking in a circle. Wow. The Dungaven Hooter, a crocodile with no mouth. Instead, it has huge nostrils. Listen to me, Robin, the tea kettler, a small vermin which makes a noise like the sound of a tea kettle. 
done. It's done. Oh my God. Oh my Can you God. imagine like an introduction? Like I'm the tea cutler. I'm I mean, the tea cutler. Version of cats. That's just these guys. Yes. 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 I mean, and I think it should be hosted by arguably the, the most comforting of these creatures, the hoop snake. The hoop snake. That's a really good one. Listen, this is happening. Oh my god. We're just gonna have to have it be like night at night at the logging station. I don't even know. Or we could call it Fearsome's Critters Review. That's oh, that's true. That is true. I can't believe one of them is called the Goofus Bird. Also, and- we need like a character on the side of the stage that is a lumberjack that it's like, oh, hi there, I didn't see you. Welcome <laughs> to my lumber yard. And he's like the MC of it. And he's like, let me introduce you to the goofus bird. God, I, I can't wait for this. I am going to bookmark this page right now. I'm bookmarking it right now so that I can return to it in times when I'm feeling down and sad. So I can just be like, I need to hear about some of my friends. We could even have the lumberjack be Paul Bunyan since he is also a lore. That's true. Oh, man. I cannot wait to write this music. Oh, my God. Fearsome Critters We is obviously one of the main songs. Or Um, just Critters We would be good. Yep, yep. Um, uh, Sun's Almost Up should be one. Or why, um, why fearsome? And it's just one of them being I'm like, fearsome. I'm gentle. Or why fearsome, semicolon, I'm gentle. Um, um, uh, yeah. Parentheses don't come, close parentheses, near my tree. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. Wow. I love them. <sighs> oh. Who is the rum tum tugger of these beasts? I'm going to say the wampus cat. I think that you might be right. The bale-tailed cat is also very fun, though. Yeah, that is that is fun. There's also the cactus maybe, cat. Maybe they're like a thruple, those three. Listen to me. There's something called the Dun-Gavin Hooter, a crocodile creature with no mouth instead yeah. of having huge nostrils. He just has huge nostrils. It pounds loggers into a gas (laughs) and then breathes the gas into Eden. (laughs) I can't. I'm looking at this and I can't believe that I see it. I am am pressing the source button so hard and when you click source next to it, it just takes you to a link that goes back to those same links. Henry Harrington, Fearsome Critters, 1939. Okay, let's look up this book. Let's see if we can get There's it. There's also Book of Imaginary Beings, but it's obviously only in Spanish, and we cannot find this. Stephanie, I have fantastic news. Tell me. It appears that you can read all <gasps> of Henry Tryon's Fearsome Critters, 1939, online. Holy shit, you can. Guys, we will be uh, linking this up for you. Oh, my God. And for each one, each one has its own engraving. 
This is illuminated? Yup. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. The swamp? Wait, wait, wait. The Toter Toad? Toter Road Shagamaw? Okay, there are so many in here. The Tree Squeak? The Tree Squeak? Okay, did you see that the Cactus Cat is just like standing on its hind legs, leaning on a cactus? No. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there are so many in here. This is honestly a Spoon River anthology, but of these fearsome critters... And this is the source material for our musical, just like that one T.S. Eliot. Oh my God. The cat poems was the source of cats. This. Oh my God. When we are sworn in as president, this is the Bible that we are going to be sworn in on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the whirling wimpus looks like when Taz is activated and is just cycloning. Okay. Did you see a creature called the come at a body? <sighs> Okay, no, but I will say when you get to the end of that book, if you click next, you you get to a new book called Yarns of the Big Woods, and the first image on that is a five-legged round creature with no face. I can't look at this. <laughs> and it's got even more, Steph. That one has even no! more. No! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It's got thirty all new critters. No. There's one called the Fog Hog. Okay, there's one called the Hide Behind. <laughs> this one. Oh my God. <laughs> gets you. Holy shit! What? There's a come at the body and a hide behind. There's something called the accordion eater. Holy oh my shit. I'm just gonna have to send you this so you can just see this. I need this bound and just laminated. Oh my god. I kneel at the altar of this book. Unbelievable. Swing this in the same special container. That they put the body of Christ to the Catholic Church. This is a sacred document. And I don't know what to do. I mean, we need to, very clearly, we need to get some physical copies of this book. And I I don't know where to get it. I don't know where to get it, but I'm going to find out. Oh, my God. I'm just going to have to do an old-fashioned Kinko's. If we could go all the way out. God damn it. They have it at the Brooklyn Public Library. Oh, my God. They they have the physical book copy. I'm going to look in. I'm going to look near you. See if it's at the library there. Well, listen, we did it again. We discovered a part of the Internet that only exists for us. Um, (laughs) It's at the Yale Library, too. You can find it. Okay. How do we Listeners, own it? If you can, if you love us at all, you'll find a way for us to get this book. As you can see, we need it for our religion. Okay, 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 okay. I think 
maybe I found a copy? No. No, it's not real. Mm. Oh, it's a it's a facsimile reprint of the original. But you know, maybe it's, it's close enough. No, no, I'm sure it's not too bad. I want to hold like an ancient leather bound. Oh, I know, I know. Version of this in my hands. I know. I did Very find funny. a paperback version. Yeah, I I do want the original thing. I do want the thing that like the field notes version where it mm-hmm. has like little things that someone wrote. Yeah. Oh Just my that one. god. It was oh man. Yep. Yeah. Well, well like everybody, Darwin one. It as it, it it just goes to show if you if you just say out loud, I want to write a musical about cryptids. You're you're never more than three Wikipedia clicks away from discovering something absolutely yeah. delightful. You are going to summon the thing that you need. And honestly, oh, that is my God. tip. If you build it, they will come. If you talk it out loud, you will manifest it. If you say to yourself, I want to see a cryptid, you're going to. If you want to meet a cryptid, you shout. If you want to write yes. a sing song about one, you will get inspired oh, by a fantastical book. I love it. Uh, that's I'm, a good tip. I'm almost tip. lightheaded thinking about this. I like. I know. I was just gonna say. Like, I feel high. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just feel so good knowing. Like this wash of joy wow, has there. been. Uh, I haven't felt this happy in years. <laughs> I know it's <laughs> a real balm to the soul. It really oh, is. Oh Lordy Lou! Oh um, my God, listeners! I I, I was going to say real quick. Yeah. My tip is. I think. If somebody tells you that they've been shooting at an alien, I think you should not assume that they saw an yeah. owl and yeah. really believe them, especially if they abandon their home. I did. Thank you for circling back on that. Okay, there is one final thing, and mm-hmm. it's that the cops did think maybe they were all drunk. But let me ask you this. Would seven children be drunk? And your answer maybe. might be maybe. Okay. In 1955. It is maybe. It is maybe. And we have to leave it at maybe. (laughs) However, would they be drunk enough? You have to be so drunk to think that owls is anything else. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be all the same level of drunk Mm -hmm. for like 12 people. To be like, it's all aliens. And like, not yep. one of them is like, this is great horned owls. Yeah, no. Even after four hours, you would sober up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and then it gets, it, instead of sobering up, it gets so much worse that you just move. No. Yeah, no, no way. No I owls way. can't bully you into moving. No, not in no, the don't, don't let them. Don't mm-hmm. let them. No, no. All right, everybody, oh, listen. Uh, it's been a whirlwind tonight. This was a very fun, <gasps> joyful yes. hour. This yes. is what a treat. What a treat. I feel like we really were in sync on our guys tonight. Oh my God. Like we both picked <laughs> 1955 between two and four feet tall, little, little mid century guys. Little and gray then we found guys. this whole world of other guys that are yeah. just like made for us the theme of the night was know. critters and we didn't even yeah. know i know wow thank I you thank you all listeners follow us on that spirit podcast mm-hmm. instagram email us 
Email us at spiritpodcast at gmail.com. Do all the liking do and it all. stuff. And do it all. stay safe and well. We love you very much. We love you. We'll see you in hell. We'll see you in hell. Good night. Bye.